On this episode, the fellas give you their takes on the most dangerous NBA teams in the Western and Eastern Conference. They also break down their top three MVP candidates. And is Giannis Antetokounmpo better than LeBron James right now? Giannis on the Lakers, no offense to LeBron, they're in the playoffs. Ooh, I, I just think they're in, they're in the Really? Well, yeah, no. I mean, absolutely. I, I believe they're absolutely the Lakers in the playoffs. The Lakers' is more attributed to the cast he has around them than it is LeBron. No, no, there's no, no doubt about that. Can't but you're not hear what I'm saying. I'm not, it's, no, no, but you, you're missing the point. Giannis could carry them each and every single night how LeBron used to do. I believe Giannis could carry every single team in the NBA. There's not one team in the NBA that would not make the playoffs as long as uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo was on that roster. He's there that are some good. pretty there, there uh, are some pretty LeBron bad James rosters, and, bro. I don't think Giannis can carry every team in the playoffs. There are some every no, single team. There's not one roster he wouldn't on, be able to Chris, carry. There's not one. Pump the, pump Name the one. Brings, Chris. Name one pump roster the, he wouldn't be able to carry. The Rockets are not going to Oh, if he if, no. if he if he were on the Rockets, the Rockets might be a five no. seed, bro. Chris, come on, bro. If he were on the Rockets, the Rockets on, might be bro. a five come seed. On, bro, come on, bro. Slow it down, bro. You're tuned into the new channel sports podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the New Channel Sports Podcast. My name is O.N.E., the one and only. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, please do me a favor. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. You can do it on any major podcast platform available. You can also do it on our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelled N-U-channelsports.net. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Check us out on Afro Vibes TV. Download that Roku app so you can see our wonderful faces there. Check us out on the Leeds Podcast Network. Like I said, my name is O-N-E, the one and only. I'm going to be one half of your co-host this evening, this morning, this afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you're listening. I'm going to be joined by my other co-host, the phenomenal one, Chris. How are we doing, sir? Hey, what's good? Let's get to it. Let's get to it indeed. Um, Big Low is out today, but he will definitely be back sometime in the future. So right now we're going to rock this two-man game with me and Chris. But let's get right into the show. Let's start off with one of my most favorite segments. New Channel Sports Podcast presents Famous Athletes, Famous Quotes. All right, so this is Famous Athletes, Famous Quotes. How this works is that we're going to give you some clues on what athlete I am talking about. I'm going to name some stats or some interesting things that that person may have done. And then after we guess who it is, we're going to play one of their more famous quotes. Are you ready, Chris? Let's get it. Let's get it indeed. So I'm going to give you the first clue to this athlete. Okay. This athlete was born December 30th, 1984. All right. He was the USA Male Athlete of the Year in 2012. He led the NBA in assist in the 2020 season. He won NBA Rookie of the Year in 2004. 
You don't know it yet, Chris? No, you don't. Is LeBron? Is LeBron Ron? Yes, sir. I thought you would have got yeah, that I mean, earlier. I mean, no, I first of all, you let's be fair. No, don't do that. Don't do that at all. First of all, you always complain. <clears throat> you always complain when I get it right immediately. So I let you get all your clues in. So that's why I didn't no, say no, anything. No, 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 once no, you said no, the no, date, no, 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 once you no. said the date of birth, I knew who it was because you mentioned the date of the well, the birth date of the greatest basketball player of all time. And you know I know what that is. So I don't even know why you would even do that to you. I just don't like when you cheat because you be over there on your phone trying to look up all the information first and then you just blur, you just why, blur why out something. Why would I need a phone to look up and when then, the greatest player of all time was born, bro? I don't know. I don't know why any normal human being would just know something like that because you, you, just, you just like to <laughs> look stuff up. But anyway, yes, sir, you are correct. That athlete is one LeBron James. He's also nicknamed King James. What do you think his uh, most famous quote is, Chris? Oh, that one's tough. I, I literally have no idea because he's gotten he's got so many quotes. I I, I don't know. I'm interested to see what you're gonna play. Well, I'm here. just gonna play the one that kind of started off for him, right? When he was doing the decision, when he was deciding where he was gonna leave from Cleveland and where he was gonna go. So let me go ahead and play this quote for you guys. Oh, see, so oh, my bad. So before you played it, I, I really thought I was going to be Cleveland. That, that was one of them. This is for that's you. one of them. Right. I mean, like you said, he has a <laughs> lot of quotes, but I had to choose one. I had to choose one. And I decided to go ahead and choose this one. So let's go ahead and play this quote from King James. The answer to the question everybody wants to know. LeBron, what's your decision? Um, and this fall, man, it's, it's very tough. Um, and this fall, I'm going to take my talents to South Beach and um, join the Miami Heat. Miami Heat. That was the conclusion you woke up with this morning. That was the conclusion I woke up with this morning. Why? Um, <clears throat> like I said before, um, I feel like it's, it's going to give me the best opportunity to, to win and to win for multiple years. Um, and not only just to win in a regular season or just to win um, five games in a row or three games in a row. Um, I want to be able to win championships, and I feel like I can compete down there. How do you explain this to the people in Cleveland? Uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's heartfelt for me. Um, you know, it's hard to explain, but at the same time, my heart in the seven years that I've gave um, to that franchise, to that city, um, it was everything. I mean, those 20,000-plus fans that came out every night we played, and they seen me grow from an 18-year-old kid to a 25-year-old man. And um, I, I never wanted to leave Cleveland. Um, and my heart um, will always be around that area. Um, but I also feel like um, this is the, <clears throat> the greatest challenge for me um, is to move on. All right. So that was famous athletes, famous quotes. That was LeBron James back when he left Cleveland and decided he wanted to go to the Bay Area to play with Chris Bosh and his homeboy, Dwayne Wade. And they weren't going to just win one. The they weren't just going to win two. Not the they bait. weren't going to just win three. They, they weren't just going to okay. win just four. Okay. They down. weren't going to win just down. five. I where this was going. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's crazy that that's probably the biggest, if you want to call it, stain on the career of LeBron James for a guy that was crowned the king 
and was born on the year of our Lord, 1984. So uh, if that's what you want to play, and I know that's where you wanted to go. If that's what you want to do, then go ahead and do that. But all, as far as I'm concerned, he gave a lot of money to, to charity that night. And he did go back to Cleveland, and which is actually his best quote is the Cleveland, this is for you. When he got them a championship, so don't 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 we, do, we don't just do play that. One of his best quotes that that's a quote that's no, but you remembered. did that on purpose. You know why you played why it. Why you know play why it? you because played it's an the interesting quote. quote. And then you said, "Not one, not that's two. What, I'm just <laughs> quoting him. That's what they said. I'm just quoting what they said, bro. Don't be don't be a okay. hater. You just a you boy. You love you some LeBron. You love you some no, it's, LeBron. It's, it's just called it's called respect. It's called respect. Whatever you want to call respect. it. Whatever you want to call it, bro. <laughs> All right, let, let's dive into our show, shall we, Chris? Uh, what we're going to discuss is the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference in the NBA, and we're going to decide which team on each side is the most dangerous heading into the latter part of the season. So let's start with the Eastern Conference, uh, Chris. Who do you think is the most dangerous team in the Eastern Conference right now? Well, it depends on how you define it, right? So if we're thinking about dangerous team, we're not necessarily saying who we believe this is the best Right, this, this is a team that's going to go the playoffs. in and make an unexpected run just because they're that dangerous. Okay, so you put the qualifying word, unexpected. Right, because... I was going to say the Sixers. No, no, I was that, that's say the fine, Sixers too. Because I believe they that's are fine dangerous. Too. That's too. You can say the Sixers. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Explain yourself. Explain why you think they're the most dangerous okay, team. Okay, so I, I think I'll change my answer a little bit because I was going to go with a favorite, uh, but not necessarily the favorite. Um, so let me do this. I'm going to pick a team that's not necessarily seen as a favorite and certainly not the favorite here. And I'll go ahead and go with the Chicago Bulls. And I understand the Chicago Bulls at one point had the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. They had a a short stumble in the past couple of games. And now I believe they're at number four. But it's so congested there, it could end anywhere. The Chicago Bulls can beat any team in the Eastern Conference, but they could also lose to any team in the Eastern Conference. And for me, that is the definition of dangerous. They're in danger of losing in the first round and getting upset. They're in danger to get all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. They're the definition of dangerous. You have Lonzo Ball. You have Zach Levine. Hopefully he stays healthy. You have Caruso coming back. You got Ball coming back. I mentioned him from injury. And then you have the guy who's been playing at an MVP level and DeMar DeRozan. Can he carry this form into the playoffs? And really and truly, history says that he can because he's always been pretty good during the playoffs, except when LeBron James is in the same conference. Last time I checked, LeBron James is in the Western Conference in danger of missing the playoffs in his division or in his conference. So without a LeBron James there, you think of DeMar DeRozan and how many guys in the Eastern Conference can confidently say that they are better, more accomplished than DeMar DeRozan? You could probably say Kevin Durant. You could probably say Joel Embiid. You could probably say James Harden. But for everybody else, they may have to take a back seat. Maybe you want to add in Kyrie Irving there, but as far as DeMar DeRozan is concerned, he has carried team upon team upon team into the playoffs and some teams deep into the playoffs. So when you have a guy who's that accomplished, when you have a guy who's that hungry, you got to look at the Chicago Bulls as being one of the most dangerous teams in the Eastern Conference. And I got to give myself a pat on the back before I end this take because I said before the season started that the Chicago Bulls, what they did, did not make sense. It didn't make sense going all in, getting Alonzo Ball, getting a uh, Vucevic at the uh, trade deadline last season, getting a DeMar DeRozan, but they did it anyway, and it's paying 
dividends. Man, Chris, I, I understand where you're coming from with the Chicago Bulls. I, I really do. And I do like what they've been able to do this season with DeMar DeRozan. He's having an MVP type season. And you have Zach Levine there as well. And, you know, I, maybe I want to kind of agree with you there as well. But I saw a stat about the Chicago Bulls um, from StatMuse, which is a great follow on Twitter. And the Bulls are 1-13 in versus the top seven teams in the NBA this season. And when I saw that, I was I was shocked. You know, we talk about how good they're doing and how well they're doing. When you have a stat like that going into the playoffs, you're going to be a first-round exit as far as I'm concerned. That, that's just how I feel about that because everything is put up to a higher level when you get to the playoffs. But I do understand what you're saying about them being dangerous. My most dangerous team going um, from the Eastern Conference is going to be the Miami Heat. When you look at all the players that they have, and you look at the, the record they're at right now, I think they have like about 44 wins right now as we're recording this podcast, but they have a lot of veteran leadership. They have a lot of players that have done it before in the league, and no one's really talking about Miami, okay? Back when everything was happening with the pandemic and they were in the bubble, they were able to find and scrap their way to the Eastern Conference Finals. Last year, they stumbled a little bit, but I think they're kind of back on it right now again with the leadership of Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry, that team is very, very dangerous going into the playoffs. I think you're kind of seeing the same thing that we saw when they were in the bubble. No one's really talking about that team, but they're consistently finding ways to win. They're, they're consistently finding ways to to pull off victories. And with the addition of Kyle Lowry and that leadership, I think that this team is very, very dangerous in the Eastern Conference, and they can definitely find a way to beat a Milwaukee Buck team, or they can find a way to beat a Philadelphia 76er team because they have those tools. And then you had kind of the younger players like Tyler Hero, who are kind of coming to their own right now as well. And they're playing good basketball at the, at the perfect time. I think that they're kind of the perfect storm right now. They can get everything together and gel. They can do what they did back in the bubble and find themselves surprisingly going deep into the playoffs. So right now for me, the Miami Heat are the most dangerous team in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, but I, I just, it just depends which what we talk about dangerous, right? Because I, I, I totally agree with you that they're dangerous, but I believe that they're one of the favorites, right? So the Miami Heat come out of the Eastern Conference. I don't think any are they Are they favorite more that. than the Milwaukee Bucks or the Philadelphia 76ers or even the Nets? Well, I, I don't think they should be in the same level with the Milwaukee Bucks because I don't think they are. But when you have a team like the Philadelphia 76ers and you have a team like the Brooklyn Nets, they're right at the same level. Then you look at the star players. I believe the star players on the Nets and for the Philadelphia 76ers are better. So those two teams will be favored in the series. But those four teams represent the favorites in the Eastern Conference. If any of those four teams make it out of the Eastern Conference, there's no one that's absolutely stunned or shocked by that. Mm. Um, so I understand why you call them dangerous, but I, I just I don't see anyone being stunned by the Miami Heat get into the finals. I'd be stunned if the Bulls got to the finals. I understand how great DeMar DeRozan is doing. I understand how great of a job Billy Donovan has done there, and they've really weathered some injuries, but I don't think anyone has them getting to the finals. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Miami right now has the best record in the Eastern Conference. So for anybody to call them dangerous or kind of be like, what? You think they're dangerous, but they have the best record? In the Eastern kind Conference, of them. kind of, I kind of am yeah. because it's not that I'm dissing them; it's that they're not really getting their due respect. When we hear about the teams that are being mentioned 
in the past couple of days or weeks, we're talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. We're talking about the Chicago Bulls. We're talking about the Philadelphia 76ers. And I know a lot of this has to go with the trades that have happened, but no one's really giving to me, giving Miami that kind of um, respect of saying, you know what, this team go all the way to the finals. And so it's kind of reminiscent to me of what happened in the bubble. And that's why I say that they're the most dangerous team right now in the Eastern Conference. Western Conference, Chris, who do you have as being the most de- dangerous team in the Western Conference? I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Lakers. Damn. I mean, you got to go Damn. with the Lakers. You, you, you stole my uh, pick. LeBron James. Well, well, this is kind of a joke. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually not being serious here. You can keep your Lakers big because as much as I love LeBron, uh, Anthony Davis simply isn't healthy, so it's hard to go with, with that team. For me, there really isn't a dangerous team in the Western Conference. I, I believe the Western Conference is down this year. Um, if I had to pick a team, I'd go with the Dallas Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks can make the finals with a guy like a Luka Doncic. They don't have to worry about Chris Stapps Przingis bringing them down in the playoffs because he's no longer on that team. They have a solid player in Spencer Dinwiddie that they're able to pick up. They got Davis Bertans, uh, um, who's been playing great since he's in a new uniform, shooting the ball at a, the three-point ball at a higher clip since he's gotten to the Mavericks. The Mavericks, just like the Bulls, can beat anybody, but they could also lose to anybody, and that's what makes them so dangerous. When you have a guy like Luka Doncic, you can argue in the Western Conference sans LeBron James and every single series he's going to be the best player on the floor and you know how we all feel about the NBA when you have the best player on the floor you have a great opportunity to win and not just win to win big in the playoffs the Dallas Mavericks are a team that's poised to make a run in these playoffs and to upset a team like the Golden State Warriors like the Phoenix Suns in the playoffs, because I think they can beat either one of those teams. I'm not saying that they will, but that they could because they have a guy in Luka Doncic who could arguably be the best player in both of those series. That's not a diss to uh, Steph Curry in any way. It's more me paying respect to Luka Doncic and how great he is and how great he has been uh, in the playoffs, even though it's only been against the Clippers. He's been balling when he got to play when he gets to the playoffs. Yeah. I can I can kind of agree with that, but you know I wasn't playing about the Lakers, bro. I think they are the most dangerous team in the Western Conference. And why are they the most dangerous team in the Western Conference? Because they still have a man called the King, King James. If he can get some rest in between games, and for some reason his supporting cast can actually play up to the level that we all expect them to play coming into this season. I think that's a very, very dangerous team that will be going into the playoffs. Now, more than likely, they're going to have to go into the play-in, right? They're going to have to get past that in order to get to the playoffs. And I remember when they were going up against the Phoenix Suns, and they were the eighth seed, and they are going up against the Phoenix Suns, and we thought, man, they have an opportunity to win that series. They didn't even come close to winning that series, okay? So even though I'm saying all that, I kind of do agree with you. There really isn't a dangerous team in the Western Conference. Western Conference is so stacked. But when you have the best player on the planet, and remember what Carmelo Anthony said. He said this team is built for the playoffs. Those are his words. So I'm going to have to go with him on that and think that if they're able to get everything together and all the pieces align and LeBron James can play at a MVP level going into the playoffs, and we can see if somehow, some way, him and Russell Westbrook can mesh and somehow play together and find a way to play good basketball. I don't know what the time frame is for Anthony Davis, if he's going to be back or not healthy. 
at that time. But if he is and he can find a way to contribute as well, then that's just an added weapon that the Lakers have. Whenever you have LeBron James, who to, to me is one of the best players on the planet right now, you have an opportunity to do some things in the playoffs. I'm not necessarily saying they're going to go all the way and win a championship, but any team that faces them in the playoffs should be on the lookout because just because of LeBron James. So that's what I'm saying on that there. Yeah, and I hear you, and I hear you trying to pander to LeBron fans after the disgusting act you did to begin this podcast on famous athletes, famous quotes. But this Lakers team is just bad. <laughs> they're not a good team. Melo said that they're a playoff team or um, they're built for the playoffs. Well, they, gotta be, they ain't built for the regular season to make the playoffs because they're in a position where they're not going to make the playoffs. So um, I just I can't talk about a team being dangerous when they have a real possibility, a real shot at not making it. I think that's disrespectful to other teams in the West. That could be dangerous. I'm really surprised you didn't pick your, even though they're ranked really high, I'm surprised you didn't pick or even mention your guy, John ja Moran, and the Memphis Grizzlies. That really surprised no, me. No, they're, they're a dangerous team, too. But I I think you're right as far as I don't think that the Memphis Grizzlies are going to beat anybody that we wouldn't expect them to beat. And so that goes into the category of them being dangerous. Um, I think the Memphis Grizzlies are right where they need to be. I don't see any team really and truly in the Western Conference that I can really just categorize as being dangerous. They've all had a little, their runs during some point in the season. They've all had their little downs at some point in the season. And they all just look like it's a it's an eight-man race, really and truly. The only team that I think that people think may have absolutely no chance of getting to the finals is the Los Angeles Lakers coming out the West. When you look at the Nuggets, the Nuggets, you can kind of say that they're dangerous. No one's really talking about them. You mentioned the, the Memphis Grizzlies. We already know what the Golden State Warriors have been doing this season. So I really do look at the Los Angeles Lakers and having LeBron James as being part of the roster as that team that, look, if we take it for granted and LeBron James just goes beast mode and one other person on that roster decides to step up and become, not become, but be the superstar they've been in the past, in these playoffs, that's a dangerous squad to me because I don't see anybody else as really necessarily being dangerous in the Western Conference. I think that's fair. All right. Let's stick with the NBA. Uh, let's go ahead and name some MVP candidates. Let's name our top three MVP candidates if we want to do that, Chris. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and name my three right now in no particular order. But Giannis Antetokounmpo is an MVP candidate. He's been balling. He's continued to do what he's been doing for years past, and he's leading that Milwaukee Bucks team to another great season. Um, hopefully, he can get to the finals and win back-to-back titles with Milwaukee Bucks. So he's definitely an MVP candidate for me. Um, you have Joel Embiid. I think he's been playing out of his mind this year as well with the addition of James Harden. That should make that Philadelphia 76 team a, a lot better. He's definitely an MVP candidate. And then you have uh, Nikola Djokovic from the Denver Nuggets. He's an MVP candidate. You call this man Djokovic. How do you want me to pronounce his name? The Joker. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, I know, man. We all we always call him Djokovic. I'm not even cracking on you. You call him Djokovic. What do, what do you, what, I call what him Djokovic. What do you call him, man? <laughs> what do you want me to call him, man? Huh? What do you call him? His name is Jokic. His man, name is Djokovic, Jokic. man. 
If you ever came on our podcast and were like, hey, we'll introduce y'all to Nicola Djokovic, he'd be like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> These dudes came to say I was going to say the Joker, okay? I'll call uh, him the Joker. I'm going to call him the, right now, the leader right now, the MVP race will be, how you pronounce that name again? Say it again. Uh, Jokic or Jokic. 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 I'll, I'll pronounce it yeah. that way. So right now, he's definitely the leader in the MVP race for me. So it's Jokic, it's uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. And it's Joel and B for me as the top three candidates for the MVP this year in the NBA. Yeah, I, and I the only where I disagree with you is with Jokic. I don't want to see him win another MVP. That's no offense to him, but I don't want to see it. He got his. That's cool. It should be Joel Embiid as number one on everybody's list. Um, he deserves it this year. He should get it this year. If he stays healthy, he will get it this year. He's been absolutely phenomenal scoring at like at all phases of the game. Now he's with playing with James Harden. He's looked amazing. Uh, a guy that's not being talked about enough, and I just want to give him some love in this race, is DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan has carried this Bulls team in the midst of injuries to Zach Levine. He's missed some time. Alonzo Ball's missed some time. Alex Caruso's missed some time. If I'm not mistaken, uh, Vucevic has missed some time. Maybe I am mistaken there. But key guys have missed time, and he's time and time again, uh, DeMar DeRozan has been phenomenal shooting at a high clip from the field. He's basically shooting as if he's a center from the field, which is simply unheard of. He had a stretch of three or four games where he was shooting about 70% from the field, which is ridiculous for a guy that's shooting jump shots. So I got to give him some love and put him in the MVP conversation. And I agree with you as far as uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. You want to put him in there. But I like talking about dark horses, uh, somebody like a John Morant who, again, is your guy, and you fail to bring him up in another topic. Uh, John Morant's playing great. He has the Grizzlies as the number two seed in the Western Conference, and he deserves to be talked about in the MVP conversation. I, I was going to bring him up, bro. You just took the spotlight from me. I was going to bring up John Morant and what kind of season. You had your shot. You went first. Can't I got to name the people that I that I think were top three. You think John Morant's top three right now as candidates? Uh, I think if you if you have him on the list, I'm not arguing. But do with you. you have him? Does this phenomenal one have him? No, I already gave you my top. Oh, it's the three, same as my top. It's three. one of those things. You like, you like that dude? No, no, no. You like that dude in class with a fine girl walking. You don't want to talk to her, and then your ugly homeboy say, "Hey, girl, <laughs> you all of a sudden, <laughs> you all of a sudden asking questions." I, I was trying to holler at her. I was, I was trying to holler at her, bro. Why you holler at her? You know, I, you know, I like her. <laughs> That's actually that's actually you, Chris. That, that's how come you know about that? Because it's actually you, bro. You go do some stuff like that. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I have I have no problem. I have no problem. That like she's like, does he like me? I'm like, don't worry about him. You know, he got a girlfriend, even though he's single. He got a girlfriend. I'm here for you. You be like, you be like, he married. He got ten kids. Don't worry about him. <laughs> Whatever I got. Whatever you got. He got herpes, man. Oh my gosh, bro. Anyway, okay. yeah, I won't be doing all that. That's <laughs> doing too much. That's doing way nah, too much. Nah, bro, but I will give my props to John Morant. I was not expecting him to be this good, this fast. I especially was not expecting him to be in the MVP race, but much kills to him. He's definitely someone that I looked at as being really, really good. And we're going to see what that team can do with John Morant. We talked a little bit about him in a couple of podcasts before whether or not he will become the face of the NBA. But it looks like he's definitely well on his way to superstardom in this league. All right. So let's get into our next topic of discussion. Let's go ahead and get into a segment, Chris. Let's do fact or fiction. It's time for fact or fiction. Is it true or is it false? 
Right, so how this works, Chris, is I'm going to make a statement and you're going to tell me if that's facts or if that's going to be fiction. We talked about this guy throughout this podcast. We started off talking about him in uh, Famous Athletes, Famous Quotes. LeBron James is still the best player in the NBA, Chris. Oh, that's definitely fiction. Definitely fiction. That goes to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, Giannis is every bit the best player in basketball. That doesn't take anything away from LeBron. He's 37 years old now. Um, it would honestly be a shame if he was the best player in basketball. That title belongs to Giannis. Man, dude, this was this one was close to me, man. Because I still think when I see LeBron, especially the game he had recently where he absolutely went off, he scored 56 points. Um, I just saw something in him. And I'm, I'm still going to give it. I'm going to give it to Giannis as well. I'm going to say Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player in basketball, but it's by the slimmest of margins, bro. I'm not going to even going to lie to you. It's by the slimmest of margins. I still think LeBron is definitely top three. I'm not going to argue that with anybody. I don't care who you are, at me, whatever you want to do. He's definitely top three, but it's by the slimmest of margins. I will give it to Giannis Antetokounmpo. So for now, until he can prove us wrong, it's going to be fiction. Well, I'll say this really quickly. I just disagree. It's even slim. I don't think it's. I close. think it's slim pickings. I think it's Giannis by. Well, I, the reason why I think it's Giannis by country mile is I think if you put Giannis on the Lakers, no offense to LeBron, they're in the playoffs. I, I just Woo! They're, they're in. They're in. The, really? Well, yeah. No. I mean, absolutely. I, I believe they're absolutely. The Lakers' in the downfall for, is more attributed to the cast he has around them than it is LeBron. No, no. There's no doubt about that. People can't but do hear that what I'm much saying. more. I'm a, it's. No, no, but you're missing the point. Giannis could carry them each and every single night how LeBron used to do. I believe Giannis could carry every single team in the NBA. There's not one team in the NBA that would not make the playoffs as long as uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo was on that roster. He's there that are some good. pretty there, there uh, are some pretty LeBron bad James rosters, bro. I don't think Giannis can carry every team to the playoffs. There are some. Every no. single team. There's not one roster Come he wouldn't on, be able to Chris. carry. There's not one. Pump the, pump Name the one. Chris. Name one pump roster he wouldn't be able to carry. The Rockets are not going to Oh, if he, if, no. if, he, if he were on the Rockets, the Rockets might be a five no. seed, bro. Oh, Chris, come on, bro. If he were on the Rockets, the Rockets on, might be bro. a five come seed. On, bro. Come on, bro. Slow it down, bro. They would, they would, they I mean, would there's not nothing be, to slow down here. Five seed, I've, already, I've already said this. I've said this before. My definition of superstar, right? I don't care everybody else's definition. My definition of superstar is with that guy on your team, he instantly makes you a championship contender. Your very thought process is championship. And there's only one in the NBA right now, and his name is Giannis Antetokounmpo. There is none other. No other player in the NBA does that for you other than Giannis. So respect his name, bro. You nah, saw what he did last season nah. for the Bucks. No, no. Respect I his respect name. his He's name, one player but in the league you can't by just put him on any team and they go to the playoffs, bro. Come on, man. Come on. I'm telling you, you can. Nah. I'm telling nah. you, you nah. can. He is that nah. guy. I'll put the pull up on Twitter. Let's see what happens. Man. Let's see what the, what the people think. We'll see what the people think. Okay. If you put Giannis Antetokounmpo on the any people, team, and if the people if the people agree with you, if the people agree with you, I love y'all for listening to the podcast. I appreciate y'all. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. <laughs> but you're tripping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's continue fact or fiction. Uh, not too long ago, during the All Star break, they had the, the top twenty five players in NBA history. Right. Let me ask you a question, Chris. Fact or fiction? Dwight Howard is a top 25 NBA player of all time. Top 25? Top 75. I'm sorry. Did I say 25? 
I meant 75. Okay. okay, you scared me. I was like, okay, this is easy. Um, top 75, absolutely. That's he. That's fact. Um, and you know me. I don't like saying, oh, somebody's... If I'm going to say fact, you got to pull people off of the list. And I'm only going to pull people off of the list that I watched. If Dwight Howard is not top 75, take Patrick Ewing off. Take um, um, Damian Lillard off. Take uh, Anthony Davis off. Because he's better than all three of those guys. And the numbers bear it. He's won Defensive Player of the Year multiple times. He's been top uh, All-NBA multiple times. All-NBA defense multiple times. Stop the nonsense. The reason why he's not on that list is because people, for whatever reason, have this bias against him. There is no reason why Anthony Davis should be on the list before him. Anthony Davis was on a Pelicans team. Talk about players who can't carry teams. Anthony Davis was on a Pelicans team and won only one series one time during his tenure against the um while playing for the Pelicans and that was against Damian Lillard a guy that seems to get swept almost every single time he makes the playoffs Damian Lillard has been swept out of the playoffs more than I don't know if it's true as far as the numbers but I would bet that he's been swept out of the playoffs more than any player in NBA history he he just knows how to get swept like when Damian Lillard gets to the playoffs, he knows how to get swept. You guys like seeing the game six shot he has over the, the Rockets and the one over the Thunder? Other than that, he gets swept. <laughs> like that, these are just facts. So Dwight Howard belongs more than those guys because Dwight Howard led a franchise to the finals. Dwight Howard was the best player on a team that beat LeBron on his apex. When LeBron was at the very height of his career, Dwight Howard's team beat him. Respect that man's name. He's definitely top 75. And the three guys I take off, I repeat it again. Patrick Ewing, Damian Lillard, Anthony Davis, because he's better than all three of those guys. Chris, you have a way of giving a player so much kudos, but bringing so many other players down on your way to give that player kudos. You didn't have to do all that with Damian Lillard. You didn't have to do all that to my boy, bro. Okay. He 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 hits no, a big time shot. He's he, him being on the list is not fair. It's not. It's this recency bias. But you got you got to do all that, bro. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Dwight Howard should be a top seventy five player of all time. I, I definitely agree with you. He was legit back when he played with the Orlando Magic. I, I don't know why he wasn't put in a top seventy five, but I, I definitely do agree with you that he should be a top seventy five player. He's in a lot in this league, and um, I think it's unfortunate. I, I think that he was left out for reasons that that he could not control right um whether or not you know people didn't like him or whatever the situation may be i definitely do think dwight howard should be a top 75 player all right let me let me name one more player before we go just just a quick tidbit let me see what you think tracy mcgrady fact or fiction top 75 player of all time this one's a little more tough right um because you, 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 when you put up Tracy McGrady's numbers versus a Lillard, I think you could tip the balance either way. A Lillard does have those two game-winning shots that everybody loves to play. And Trace McGrady certainly didn't have that type of playoff success. But I think anyone who's watching both of their careers, and I think you and I would probably agree on this, if you were to ask me watching them, because I've watched both of their careers, who's the better player, I honestly don't think it's close. Trace McGrady had more talent. He was he was just a better player. I don't there's I don't think it's close. I think he's literally better at almost every single thing to do with basketball than Damian Lillard. Why you bit? Can, can you compare him to someone no, because, else? Because the thing is, if no, but the reason is, if you're going to take if you're going to say he's top seventy five, you got to be mad enough to take somebody off the list. You have to. 
And I, you just can't be you like, can okay, name other players, top yeah, you can yeah, name yeah, all player. of a sudden you have a hundred players who you believe are top 75. You got to take people off the list. And the person whose name for me, I was really looking around. I was like, why is he on the list? It's Damon Lillard. I was really confused. Why is he on this list? And um, as far, but, but I, it gets, it gives Damon Lillard at least it makes my, it dilutes my argument a little bit because I think there's a legitimate reason to have Damon Lillard over Tracy McGrady. Um, so to answer your question, I think it is fiction. I don't think he's top 75 as far as being on the list. But is he top 75 as far as talent is concerned? I think he would make the list. But unfortunately, injuries got a hold of his career. Let's just keep it a buck. Let's keep it all the way 100. Can you think of someone like um, uh, him, uh, him being Trace McGrady, Derrick Rose, these are guys that if you ask during the peak of their careers, are they going to be top 75? The answer is clearly, yeah, duh, obviously, right? Um, but then the injuries come and, and they get injured and things of that nature, and now it becomes more of a question. Are they? Are they not? Obviously, Derrick Rose with the MVP certainly tips in his favor by a lot. Since you don't want me talking about Damian Lillard, your, your, your guy, I'll get off him for a second. But when you look at Trace McGrady's career, is the injuries that tipped it against him. Um, and ultimately why he's he's he he's he didn't make the list. Yeah, you're right. Injuries did hinder his um career. Without the injuries, he would easily be a top seventy five player of all time. Um he didn't have great playoff success either when he was able to go to the playoffs. So I think that kind of hindered him as well. You kept on talking about Damian Lillard. I mean, those two shots that he hit, those buzzer beaters were iconic shots in the league. So when you put that into the equation, people are going to remember that for years and years to come. And he did it, you know, at a stage that is, you know, the playoffs. The playoffs is when you have to have those big moments. And besides the the game where Tracy McGrady was able to score, was it 13 points in what, 35 seconds, something like that? 33 seconds, something like that. that that's, that's really one of his highlights in his career. But that was a, a regular season game. He doesn't have any highlights going into the playoffs. And I think that, that goes against him with the injuries. But, you know, sometimes this guy use common sense. I, I I do think he's still a top 75 player of all time in the league as far as. Okay, so who are you taking off the list? Uh, I'm not going to take anybody off the list. I think that's up to the NBA to decide. You the can't NBA, do that, The NBA bro. has to do that. that that's <laughs> that's not my I'm job. Saying. My job is to commentate. That's people like that's, you. That's my job to commentate. That's people like you. I'm going to say. Yeah, top 75. Look, look. So let me ask you another question. Let me ask you another question. If Trace McGrady's a top 75, is Vince Carter? Wow, that's another that's another tough one, right? Because he had he had the longevity in his career, he had the height of his career as well, and he did lead the Toronto Raptors to a couple of playoff um, series. He 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 helped lead the the Nets to finals appearances as well. So you know, now he went on them finals teams. He went he went to the finals with the Nets didn't he? with the uh, Jason Kidd. No, he was not on those teams. That was Jay Z, Kidd, and Richard Jefferson. Bro. It was he was there too. He he didn't go to that, the finals with them. He was no, he did not. I can say that one hundred percent, one hundred percent. He was not on those teams. Can you just let no it? Doubt. Can you just let it slide? You can't just let it slide for a little bit. I'm trying to give this man a finals appearance, nah, bro. Nah, bro, I might give you that. I might give oh, you. Okay, let me ask you this. I, I know I'm asking you extra questions, but I am I am interested in your answer here. Just the eye test. The eye right. test. I'm not talking about the numbers or anything. Right. Damian Lillard, Trace McGrady, uh, um, Vince Carter, start bench cut. Well, whenever you do this start bench cut, right, you got to take into the equation yeah. durability. And I'm not even saying that I could see Trace McGrady being durable or not. If you're talking about just pure talent, 
I love Damian Lillard. I'm talking yeah, about pure talent. Pure, pure, so I'm not, I'm not talking not about even, what they've done in the league. It's the eye test. Close, bro. Come on, man. It's not close. You're going to cut Damian Lillard, and you can just start a, start a bench either one, Vince Carter or Tracy McGrady. But you're going to you're going okay. to um, cut Damian okay. Lillard. The reason why you know why I'm a Damian Lillard fan because there was a, a point in time where he was severely underrated and he was getting poo pooed on. Now he's yeah. become kind of overrated. So I agree you know, with you. We, 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 we see eye to eye on that a little bit. So yeah, that was a very good question okay. about Vince Carter. I I, I got to look into that, man. I got to look back at his career and see for sure, for sure. But anyway, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, please subscribe. You can do it on any major podcast platform available. Go ahead and subscribe on Podbeam because in the future, we will have you listeners have the opportunity to chime in while we're doing a podcast and, you know, call in. So that's going to be something that's going to be very interesting for y'all. Um, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Check us out on Afro Vibes TV as well. Download the Roku app so you can see our wonderful faces on there. Check out Chris on the Leeds Podcast Network because he didn't invite your boy anymore. He decided to go solo dolo on the Leeds Podcast Network. He just forgot about us over there. So that's why he's doing his own thing over there. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, go ahead and check us out there. I'm just a backup singer and he just decided to be the lead. He's Justin Timberlake. He just left you know, the, the, everybody else. So, so just so y'all know, I literally <laughs> mute my mic for the episode because <laughs> you wanted this. That's what you wanted. I invite this dude every single week to do the show, but it's always oh. something, one thing or another. So don't do me. Bro. Oh man. Do okay, me. Justin. Okay, Justin. That's what that's what you want to say, Justin Timberlake, the lead singer now on the lead network. Okay. I, I didn't make. I didn't make. I didn't make. Nobody had to be a backup singer. Oh, this is everybody's oh, show. Don't get mad. Oh man. Until next time. I have been the one and only Oengi, joined by the phenomenal one, Chris. Until next time, we are out.